0: This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. I'm coming to you from my college chapel here at World Ministries International, Stanwood, Washington. And I'm going to talk today in a little bit on Steps to Destiny, or another name we could say is Steps to Victory. Steps to Destiny, Steps To victory. Now, we have never been in a situation like this in the world ever. I just want to read you a little bit, cover briefly uh, the dreams that God has given me. I'm not going to go into them because that takes over an hour. But the Lord gave me on December 24, 1995, a word for America, and it went into also chemical, biological, nuclear terrorism and attack. Named the very cities that would come under attack. Uh, The government since at that time has labeled those cities right on their website. It Went into civil unrest. It went into the economy crashing. And went into events that are happening right now. I went into, uh, again, detail on that, like natural disasters and labeled what types they were. Then God gave me a word for New Orleans, uh, April 1 through April 10, 2000. Uh, including the dikes that broke. I went to New Orleans three different times and warned uh, the pastors of impending judgment. I know President Bush went on the air and said, we will rebuild uh, New Orleans. And I went on television and said, God will destroy it again. So New Orleans, there is no doubt in my mind, will be destroyed again. The 9-11 prophecy God gave me, I was in New York City five days in a row talking about the skyscrapers falling, etc., etc. And then I was on... uh, Uh, the information radio network after it fell. I was on their two-hour countdown program, and uh, I was asked, what do you think about this prayer where the movie stars, the politicians, different religions are going in and praying for peace. And I said, it's a prayer of blasphemy. They said, what do you mean the prayer of blasphemy? I said, well, nobody's repenting of X-rated movies of pornography. They're not repenting of homosexuality. The different... Religions aren't looking to one God. They're praying in the name of Allah or their own gods. The politicians aren't changing their laws. No, I, I call it the prayer of blasphemy. That's what God told me this morning, waiting on him. And he said, 1,000 times more people are going to be dead than this current 9-11 disaster. 1,000 times more will be dead before you see a nationwide revival. October 13, 2010, God gave me a word for the Hawaiian Islands. I went to Hawaii. I spoke that word, what would happen, including a tsunami. American Prophecy 2009, 1152 hours, February 12, 2009, I saw elephants running, trampling through green grass, fields, and corn crops. Again, I'm not going to read that prophecy. You can look at all of these prophecies on my website, www dot .worldministries.org that's www.worldministries.org also you could look at my youtube i did a special program about a month ago going into this an hour long program and i still didn't cover it all my youtube channel is warning tv dr jonathan hansen that's warning tv dr jonathan Hanson. After the Hawaiian Islands, God showed me an invasion of the United States of America. What would be coming upon the United States of America? An invasion. I'll tell you what. I send out two to three news articles every single month, including the next four world wars. If you're not getting my news articles, they're absolutely free. You need to write to me. At warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Now, I just want to read you a few of the latest dreams God gave me. March 14 was a prophetic word, 2020. I received this word at approximately 0:130 hours, which I recorded on television, social media. The Lord is saying that this COVID-19 virus will go away as quickly as it came. This is but a warning. Prayer alone for mercy without repentance will not work in the future. It is good that leaders such as President Trump are leading prayers for mercy. But in the future, I demand repentance for sins of abomination, such as killing the innocent, abortion, immorality, pornography, fornication, homosexuality, etc., Idolatry, serving self, ideologies, philosophies, religions, etc., and dividing the land of Israel. COVID 19 is a warning that much worse judgments, plagues are about to come. So, again, God says this is going to go as quickly as it came. There's going to be a short reprieve, and then a lot worse is coming, including real pandemics, where you're not going to run to the grocery store to get some eggs and milk. Get a little bit of butter. I'm talking about real pandemics. June 2, 2020 at 3.05 a.m., I had a dream of four fierce, huge, fully caped, mature, roaring male lions in their prime, growling in a field. There was somebody walking amongst them that could control them. And if you were with this figure, you were safe. The lions would not attack you. This happened repeatedly to me, being in different fields with this figure and the roaring, killing lions all around me. But I was safe as long as I was with this being. Once, though, I came upon a field and three lions were far away from me where this figure was, and one lone lion was coming closer to me. I hid in the forest to wait for the figure to come closer so I could join him and be safe again. I knew without the figure being with me, the lion would attack me. After hiding in the forest, waiting for the figure to come closer to me in order to walk with him, I saw what appeared to be Indian burial poles standing up with many dead bodies lying on top. Beneath these dead bodies lying on top of this burial seminary were the four huge lions, dead, buried one by one in a column with dirt over them as they were in mounds. When I woke from the dream, the Lord gave me the interpretation. Trouble such as the world has never seen is about to be unleashed upon the inhabitants of America and the nations. The only hope for protection and safety is to be walking intimately with the Lord so His Holy Spirit can lead and guide you. You can be protected from the plagues coming against the enemies of Jesus Christ as when God unleashed His ten plagues upon the Egyptians. If you listened and obeyed the instructions given by his servant Moses, then you were safe from the plagues, including the final plague where the deaf angel struck down the firstborn that did not have the blood over the doorposts and the sides of the door. We must be under the blood of Jesus to survive what will be happening in the near future to men on earth. We must be under the seal of God so that what is coming on the earth to judge people for the rebellion against God will not attack us, also making us victims. We must be an overcomer. I have five other dreams. God gave me seven dreams in five weeks. If I have enough time before this program is over, I'll read another one. Again, look at my website, www.worldministries.org. I want to read some headline news before I get to the message today. I put up a blog on Facebook. It says, why does Seattle News call the people who won't leave the chop zone and continue to defy the police to leave protesters? Why are they called protesters? They have no permit, so they're not protesters but racist agitators working with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Ladies and gentlemen, we must understand what we see today is a planned revolution to topple America, to topple the United States of America. It's been coming along for a very long time through the news media, uh, coming a very long time through our public schools and universities taught by Marxists, socialists, communists, Islamics. Again, half of the United States Parliament is sold out to the New World Order. Uh, Even the Republicans, you have many sold out to the New World Order. That's why Donald Trump is saying, drain the swamp. Again, you have money going from Soros, and you trace the money. What is backing Antifa and Black Lives Matter, a total Marxist, racist, hate-filled groups to topple America. It's nothing but an ideological war against America. It has nothing to do with black lives. But they're using black people as pawns to try to topple the United States of America, topple Donald Trump, move us into a new world order. Dr. King. Dr. King, if you marched with him, I'll tell you what, I could have marched with Dr. King because this is what you had to do to sign a pledge if you wanted to march with him to change society. I hereby pledge myself, my person and my body to the nine violent movement. I will keep the following Ten Commandments. One, I'll meditate daily on the teachings and life of Jesus. Two, remember always that the movement in Birmingham seeks justice and reconciliation, not victory. Walk and talk in the manner of love, for God is love. Pray daily to be used by God in order that all men might be set free. Sacrifice personal wishes in order that all men might be free. Observe with both friend and foe the ordinary rules of courtesy. Seek to perform regular service for others and for the world. Refrain from the violence of fist, tongue, and heart. Strive to be in good spiritual and bodily health. Follow the directions of the movement and the captain on a demonstration. I'll tell you what. What instructions. If, if, if that was going on today, there'd be no riots. There'd be no looting. There'd be no killing. There'd be no planned conspiracy to topple America. There'd be no coup in session. Oregon County imposes face mask requirement, targeting only white people, minorities exempt over racism fears. I'm just reading you some headline news. Uh, again, the media's manipulative COVID body count says the true threat to America's prime workforce stands at an astonishing low 0.006 percent. Do you know how many people die of everything else before you ever reach? COVID, more people are dying from the flu. The death rate is 0.006%, not even 1%. We shut down the world, why? Because they're trying to topple and stop the economies to move us into a new world order. CDC says possibly less than half of positive antibody tests are correct. Singing at church is now forbidden by law under California's new COVID guidelines. Now, you can riot, you can kill, you can loot, you can burn down cities, but you can't sing in church. In fact, he, he outlawed going to church, but then he was sued. And uh, the court overruled and said, we have a right to go to church. Now he's come out and said, this is the governor of California. You can't sing in church. Two Lewis County elected officials take stands against state mask mandate. And that's a uh, sheriff sort of coming against uh, these, these actually unconstitutional regulations that... Uh, our own tyrant governor, Inslee, is proclaiming. Lewis County Sheriff Rob Snaza tells a crowd of nearly 500 protectors that Lewis County is not putting up with Antifa threats to burn down Hamilton's Uncle Sam sign. Washington governor mandates... Masks ignite furious opposition. And now we all know that next week, everyone's supposed to wear a mask in Washington state. You're not supposed to go into any store or restaurant. They're supposed to refuse you if you don't have a mask. Washington sheriff says they won't enforce state stay-at-home order. Again, some some sheriffs in uh, the different states are loyal to the Constitution and not to a tyrant. We prepare to stop these murders by any means necessary. Black Lives Matter leader declares war on police. He says, our group is training our people to defend our communities in Black Panther-styled armed patrols. Husband and wife charged for defending themselves against uh, attackers that broke down. They were in a walled, private, uh, little Uh, If you want to say village where houses, you know, different people own houses. They broke down the gate. They went through and uh, threats and intimidation over a 100. And they they came out with guns and to protect themselves. And now they're being arrested. United Nations sides with Antifa terrorists setting stage for U.N. Invasion of America when Antifa backlash begins. Yes, even the United Nations is now involved. St. Louis prosecutor looking to charge armed couple. We must protect the right to peaceably protest. Protesters designate park blackout zone for black people only. Segregation apparently is back. Here you have two black false prophets, Black Lives Matter, telling white people to kiss their feet, and men and women are doing it. Did you know Black Lives Matter supports abortion, homosexuality, and anti-family agenda? Black Lives Matter leader states, if the United States doesn't give us what we want, then we'll burn down the system. Black Lives Matter, we are trained Marxist, proclaims the co-founder. Headlines, meet Anthony Johnson, the first slave owner in America. Yep, an African-American. Does history tell you this? Oh, yes. The first one who fought to help make it legal. Now stop the racism in pointing to whites. The first slave owner was an African-American in America. Shocking, isn't it? Black history in the public schools and universities didn't teach you that. Women viciously attacked black Trump supporter at Women's March. It was a typical Women's March with, with a leftist Democrats of all races representing LGBTQ, Planned Parenthood, environmentalists, pro-illegal immigrations groups, other radical leftists. And the universal theme, Donald Trump is bad, conservative Christian men, especially white men, need to be stripped of their toxic masculinity and their white privilege. The rage and hate with these people toward Trump continued. It says, during my interview with two feminists who appeared to be lesbians, I was physically assaulted for supporting the president and his big wall, beautiful wall. The attack was sudden and violent. One woman kicked me while the other physically assaulted me with blows to my head, neck and shoulder. They also threw drinks and liquids on me, especially calling me nigger. Now, this was a black man interviewing them. I thought Black Lives Matter. You beat up another black man, though, who uh, challenges you a little bit. NFL plans to play Black National Anthem before week one. I mean, what a disgrace. And they're going to hang up the Black Lives Matter flag. What are we doing? We are promoting flat-out terrorism. We're promoting a revolution. We're backing racists that want to topple the United States of America. And these millionaire and billionaires are too stupid to understand what's really going on. They just say, oh, black lives are important. Well, sure they are, but every life is important. Black pastor, all the killing ain't coming from white people. We are killing one another. Antifa leader admits he's a communist and he hates America and wants to destroy it. He also wants to kill and burn rich people and abolish private property. Father of 19-year-old killed and chopped. Now, this is a black man and a black boy that was killed. Says he got condolences from President Trump, but not from the Seattle mayor, who is a white lesbian. Uh, She didn't bother to console him, but President Trump called this man up and he was crying. And I could go on and on with these headline news. Do you understand what's going on, America? Do you understand, church, what's going on? We are in a planned revolution. Nothing is secret any longer. It's right out there. They want to topple the United States. They want to top Christianity. They want to topple the president. They want to move us into a new world order. And let me tell you, then the church is going to be persecuted like you've never seen persecution. Steps to destiny. Steps to victory. Again, this is a live audience of my staff and family at World Ministries International. God is strategic. He has steps to victory in his plans and purposes for our lives. He has procedures that make the universe work without interruption. He also works in our lives according to these procedures. Psalm thirty-seven, twenty-three. The Psalms tell us the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. So what are the steps to the achievement in life God has planned for you and me? Steps that will walk us into our destiny that will give us victory. One is grace. God, first of all, gives the grace or gifting to accomplish purposes he has ordained for us. We must understand that the presence of his grace in our lives no way indicates that we're ready to move into high-profile ministry. But now there's a grace, there's an anointing that can be recognized. King David, Samuel poured on the oil. He anointed him. There was a grace upon that young man's life. People saw the grace, but David wasn't ready to be king. He had a long ways to go before he had the maturity, the wisdom to rule Israel. Many people take the manifestation of grace or gifting to be a validation that they're mature enough to take on responsibility in the inherent gift or call of God. But there's another step. Again, point number one was grace. Point number two is grooming. The development of our character is the next step for our ultimate achievement. When God's grace appears in our life, we begin to be noticed by others and our lives come under greater scrutiny. What we are is what matters most at this point, not just what we can do by the grace of God. The grace of God has given us the attention of others and now we have the influence, influence, But not because of character, but because of gifting. We come under strong pressure to let Christ be formed in us so that we can be examples to the people of God who are now willing to listen to us because of God's grace manifested in us. God's wisdom is seen in this process because he has orchestrated a scenario whereby we feel the need to change and submit to the grooming of the Holy Spirit. Point number one, the grooming of the Holy Spirit or point number A under point two, and B, our spiritual leadership. So that people now have influence, will not be appointed and disappointed in our lack of character. They see our anointing, but if we are starting to be groomed, they're not going to be disappointed in what they see in us. You know, the 12 disciples, they had a certain amount of Grace, but they certainly weren't groomed yet. They needed to be three years with the Master. He needed to groom them. They needed to grow because they failed all over the place constantly. And if they were leading a church, the church would have left them so fast. So now people will see a maturity about us. So now that we have influence, we will not be a disappointment by our lack of character. This situation will reveal our true motives and the love for others will make us change into the kind of people we need to be in order to properly influence them toward a life of faith. We need to be willing to change, to mature our character change so we can influence others to a life of faith. And three, growth. Once we have been graced by God and our character has matured to coincide with the grace gifts, in our lives, we are now ready for increase. Increase. It is at this point that God will allow growth to come to us. I know that in the past I've, I've looked back and seen, I've pastored five churches and, and they grew tremendously. But I look back and said, I wish I was pastoring now those churches because I am, am much more mature and I would have even done them a better job. So, I mean, as we grow, we mature and we can do a better job for our Lord. We can help people better. We can help them walk into their life of faith to reach their destiny. God's intention for each each of us is that we have much to celebrate when we arrive in heaven. That we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, who served us with the suffering he endured on Calvary. Perks along the way in this life are additional blessings. That God favors us. As we live for his glory. Perks along the way. What are my perks along the way? You know, years ago, after running from God, I had a career in law enforcement. And, and, and I also had gone to Bible school for ministry. And, and I was in an in a Assembly of God church as a lay pastor. And I had businesses. And, and, uh, but after fighting fighting God or the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't forgive somebody. For five years and uh, that's called pride and pride stands in the way from the Holy Spirit once I forgave the person and and, and some people would say you certainly had cause because he had he had done terrible evil things sexually to my first wife but uh, still I went from righteous anger to, to lead him to the cross for repentance I wanted to destroy him I wanted to kill him and now I had sin so After I finally came to the point of asking God and him to forgive me, I had my first supernatural dream. Saw myself traveling through the nations, ministering to the masses, ministering to the governments, ministering to the leaders. Uh, I saw apocalyptic events before the return of Christ. I saw the end game and and I saw the heart of Christ and how God's heart was broken. I said, Lord, why is your heart broken? And he said, because my, my bride is in love with the world more than me. And I said, Lord, why is that? And he said, because of the man behind the pulpit. The majority of pastors behind the pulpit have been in love with himself, serving himself in the name of God. But their first love is not God. They have lost their first love and that's the majority of where we're at not only in the United States but around the world the church is backslidden Jesus said will I find faith why do you think we're in this mess because the church has not been salt it has not taken dominion it has not ruled it has not reigned it has not made disciples it has not been filled with the Holy Spirit you have denominationalism that nullify the Holy Spirit and if you move with it they classify you with some adjective radical not Jesus, when he tarried, he said, wait for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Go tarry. Don't try to represent me. Because you can't do miracles. You can't move in the gifts. You can't see signs and wonders without my baptism. Without me giving you the power gifts. And yet, people try to do it and they try to do it today. And even if their denomination believes in it, a long time ago they weren't seeking God daily for the Holy Spirit to use them and be baptized continually. And so Consequently, the other side filled with evil spirits and hatred have been winning this ideological war. And the church better wake up or we're losing America. Again, steps to destiny, steps to victory, grace, grooming, growth. We must allow God to groom us. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. I have so many dreams that would be very relevant. June 14, 2020, 2.56 a.m. June 14, I awoke from a dream. I got up and wrote it down, finishing at 3.42. I was traveling in what appeared to be a Volkswagen van full of people. We were headed to the beach. The impression I got was we were in Oahu, Hawaii. I was in the front passenger seat giving directions on how to give an ex- how to <clears throat> drive to an experienced, inexperienced learner. He was constantly crossing the center line, even moving in the wrong side of the road, completely into the other person's lane. I told him, give me the wheel. Let me drive or we'll all be killed. <clears throat> I steered the vehicle back onto the road and continued safely. The next thing I knew, the leadership, or the next thing I knew, I knew, the van on this two-lane road, paved, came to an intersection. And I'm just going to tell you the rest by memory. It went right through a cornfield. On either side of the paved was corn. You could see nothing more other than there was Enough room for one vehicle. I went right through the cornfield and went off a cliff. But instead of dying, God's supernatural power pulled me back on the road. We went backwards and I got back onto the main intersection. What does that mean? That means that we're going to have to rely on the Holy Spirit. Miracles are coming. God will be with you. God will protect you as long as you're moving by the Holy Spirit. 3606295248 360-629-5248. Do what you can to help us. Because we, in our church services, we use the offerings to augment our bills. God bless you. I'll see you next time.